welcome back to the podcast or I guess hello if you're new happy to have you here uh, okay anyway as you can see from the title of course um, we're going to be talking about tolerance so what is tolerance and how has it evolved should we be concerned about how it evolved we're going to answer all these questions today to the best of our ability so Yes. Okay, first of all, so do you know what does tolerance mean? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Each person has different lifestyles, like behaviors, actions, thoughts, and environments. So later, there are some aspects of other people's lives which annoy you. (laughs) (laughs) And many people are surrounded by others who appear to be quote-unquote incompetent and quote-unquote annoying understanding tolerance can help shift our attitudes toward others leading us to a more productive and happy life so tolerance can be defined as a fair and objective attitude towards uh, those whose lifestyle differs from your from yours (laughs) yeah so the level of tolerance in your life can be attributed to levels of happiness and contentment as many researchers have pointed out however however the same researchers appear to struggle when examining paradoxical questions like are 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 tolerant people more happy or are happy people more tolerant wow very deep (laughs) (laughs) wait what do you think do you think tolerant people are more happy or happy people more tolerant um <laughs> this is like tricky but then like um hmm. yeah it's kind of like which came first chicken or egg but then <laughs> i'm pretty sure the chicken came first because if not the egg will die <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah Today, the meaning of tolerance has changed, right? Um, as Sujin mentioned before, tolerance is all about like the ability or willingness to display openness and respectfulness and honor when talking to somebody else, especially when your opinions differ. Um, nowadays, I think I would say tolerance is equated with acceptance. And um, I checked Google to and I just don't see any like similar words to acceptance any like synonyms to accept I mean intolerance under tolerance that's related to acceptance I mean I see forbearance lack of prejudice liberality open-mindedness I mean even leniency but that's not very related to acceptance I would say um but nowhere do I really see anything like related very much related to it so anyway, how did we come to this like point where tolerance is equated to acceptance and where if every and where everyone who disagrees with another's point can be seen as a bigot? I mean, okay, just calm down. But anyway, I can see why people can equate the two, like tolerance and acceptance as one. Um, I found this article by Psychology Today that I think does a pretty good job at explaining the difference between the two. Um, so basically, if tolerance is the feeling, quote, I can live with X behavior, race, religion, culture, etc., then acceptance moves beyond the direction of, quote, unquote, X is okay, um, which tolerance says X is okay. 
um, I can I can live with it basically. The author of this website, whose name is Jeffer M. Fish, then continues to say, uh, quote, you can tolerate something without accepting it, but you cannot accept something without tolerating it, um, end quote. Okay, does that make sense? I hope it does. But um, acceptance not only means, quote, X is okay, or like I can live with it, but it also means that like you're in agreement with it, basically. So yeah, I would say like, yeah, you can see how they're very similar, right? It's just like that little subtle difference. Um, but I would like to point, or I would like to note that you can accept the person, but not the idea. So I think it's um, something that's kind of important because um, the reason tolerance and accepted are equated as the same thing is because um, we tend to group together a person's argument with who they are um so yeah acceptance i think also can be equated also is equated as the same thing today because progressive thinking wants us to live in a world where everything's accepted and where everything's seen as truth you know the that argument of relative truth and stuff um you can see it quite often today if you disagree with someone or when you do that, when you disagree with someone, it can cause the person be, to be offended. And most of the time they would attack your character, which is actually ad hominem. That's an actual thing, a fallacy, which occurs when you address or attack the person's character instead of the person's argument. Um, that like, for example, you're like, um, Jesus is God. And then they're like, no, you bigot. Yeah, that's ad hominem. So yeah, we should, certainly should to to a certain extent we should be able to separate the person from the argument because again we can accept the person but we do not have to accept what their beliefs are you can accept others without approving of their beliefs so yeah i think that's a really big difference between the two or a an important distinction we should draw between the two so um, I think this is where problems come in. Like, remember, okay, what I told you about relative truth like a few seconds ago and how people nowadays can see truth as being like fluid, you know, the like my truth, your truth kind of saying. Yeah, okay, when you hear someone says that, just ask them, is that true? Because in saying that the truth is relative, they are asserting a truth, something that is to be held objective, objectively. Okay, you get that? Yeah, you get yeah. that. You get that. Okay, if you don't get it, you'll get it later. It's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> this is like a big problem because um, this kind of thinking can cause us to live in a world where nothing matters. Because if truth is relative, then why say murder is bad? Why say stealing is bad? My truth, your truth, right? So Hitler did nothing bad if truth is relative. To him, killing is good. You get what I mean? It will cause us yeah. to lose sight of the truth, like objective facts about this world. So yeah, another, I think, okay, another problem with holding this view on tolerance is that um, they encourage others to hold this truth and thus become intolerant to the view that truth is one and objective. You know what I mean? So they want us to be tolerant, in this case, accepting of the of the idea that all truth is relative, but in doing so, they are unaccepting of the idea that truth is one and objective. You know, why do they do this? It's because it completely shatters their worldview if they were to accept this truth is one of objective view. 
So to accept the idea and is to say like truth is not relative because if you say truth is one of objective, then it cannot be like relative. Um, but often what I see in people who hold to this truth, like, you know, the my truth, your truth kind of view is that they want others to believe that their truth is the truth, even though they say all truth is relative, you know, um, they will say you're intolerant for not accepting or affirming their view and they can begin to shame you and in turn show intolerance for what you hold to be true in their words. It's kind of ironic, I think, but mm. in light of this, um, the original meaning of intolerance is important. So anyway, so Jin, why should we be tolerant? <laughs> so tolerance is like important concept that tells people to live together peacefully. And to be tolerant means that you accept other people's opinions and preferences, even when they live in a way that you don't agree with. So accepting and respecting other people, even when they hold views that are vastly different from ours, can go a long way toward bringing us together. I think this is why we should be tolerant. So according to Providence.org, <laughs> we had an interview with Kathleen, who is a clinical social worker, and Robin, who is a psychologist. And I'll read the, out the transcript. So the question was, uh, when you look at the society today, it's obvious that so many issues divide us from political and religious beliefs to attitudes toward social distancing and mask wearing. How could developing more tolerance and acceptance toward one another help? So Kathleen's answer was, we are all going through a lot. Everyone is having difficulties with everything that is happening in the world and our lives. We are at a pivotal, is it how I pronounce it? Okay. <laughs> pivotal. <laughs> Anyways, like a moment where things can change for the better. This begins with being able to understand one another. Having empathy and compassion toward one another is what can build the connections. And Robin said, in a politically charged environment like we're in today, social tolerance becomes a necessity. It asks each member of society to act with civility toward others. We all have differences related to race, religion, sexuality, gender, and status. The list goes on and on. Social tolerance is an important part of the advanced society and it supports economic economic development, diversity, humanity, and mental and emotional well-being. And I agree with two people that we are all encountering difficulties during our lives. So one way to encourage each other is by understanding with tolerance. Also, we have physical differences like race, religions, like sexuality, gender, and status. And it is our job to bear with the differences. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Practicing this, uh, this tolerance can help actually foster a world of diversity rather than a society of collectivist ideas. As mentioned before, we were to hold a view, if we were to hold a view, like I guess we are at the moment actually, but if we were to hold a view where tolerance is accepted, um, everyone would 
pretty much eventually begin to hold a view that is accepted by the majority as a means of avoiding being ostracized because you know remember if you're not if you do not accept that view you're considered a bigot but if we if we were to hold to the like to the original definition of tolerance it can help us to cultivate diversity um i'll tell you something interesting um because uh, before jesus came to this earth um sorry at the time jesus came at this earth it was actually a really good time because most civilizations before the time of jesus so like before 1 AD, <laughs> were intolerant to gods that competed with their um gods basically conquered nations were usually forced to adapt to the gods of the victor and thus the culture and worship of civilizations that were conquered eventually just kind of assimilated or they just kind of went away. The Roman Empire, however, changed this. Um, at the peak of the Roman conquests, Rome, Rome controlled a big portion of three continents, or well, they controlled a portion of three continents and the Mediterranean Sea. Each time Rome took over, the Romans annexed another culture along with its language, traditions, and gods. Um, basically, Rome's early strategy was to allow for these people groups to retain their gods and traditions and to embrace these deities as a part of the larger Roman Empire. Um, they did this with the Roman gods too. This, this kind of served the Roman Empire well in most cases because the annexed cultures um, were able to like, you know, they were just like, okay, Rome, just take us over, I guess, it's fine. Um, they were like encouraged to worship their own gods for Rome because Rome even built like temples and stuff for them and facilitated these animal sacrifices for them. So it's not like, you know, they were like actually like, yeah, you go ahead. I don't care. Um, they But then like all they were expected to do was just to submit to Roman authority and make offerings to these Roman gods. Um, however, when it came to the Jews, the, the Jews don't want to accept this um, because they believed in like a monotheistic religion, right? Um, so they would deny serving these Roman gods. So Rome was actually able to make an exception for this. And yeah, that was cool. I, I got this information from Person of Interest book by Jay Warner Wallace. Um, but yeah, this tolerance from the Roman Empire eventually allowed diversity to flourish and consequently Christianity. More so than if Jesus were to come a few years before this. So I think it's a good thing to keep in mind as Christians. Um, anyway, on that note, uh, do you think there, was, there were times where we should be intolerant to other views? Why or why not, Sujino? <laughs> it seems like tolerance has limits too. And so Arl <laughs> Popper, who is a philosopher, stated that in order to maintain a tolerant society, the society must be intolerant of intolerance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> too, too much of a good thing can become a bad thing so we need to have an ability to distinguish the situation where we should be tolerant and we shouldn't be tolerant for example let's say your teacher assigned group work but then like literally no one is working except for you the worst. And, 
in this case i wouldn't be like taller and you know yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really true. stressful if you yeah. just let nothing and i'm the only one hosting all things yeah, yeah, yeah and it may be considered as a quote-unquote good person when being tolerant and then understand the reason why they are not working on it but then like since it has negative impacts on me we shouldn't tolerate it while we get stressed so i guess the extent that we should be tolerant varies depending on the person but for me i think we shouldn't get stressed because of being tolerant of certain situations like if you think what you're doing is not right thing to do then you shouldn't right mm -hmm. and i believe you are the one who knows the best whether you're doing right or wrong and the way to distinguish the situation when you should be tolerant and when you shouldn't be tolerant is asking yourself as, as i just talked before okay yeah <laughs> that's yeah that's deep oh gosh okay <laughs> okay anyway there yeah there are times where we should not be tolerant as you said especially if that thing is just plain bad for society um like being tolerant to lies can be a big problem um judges for example should be tolerant or open-minded when defendants or like attorneys present information and evidence however they should not be tolerant of inadequate information or criminal behavior why okay you know why because tol being tolerant to crimes can allow it to flourish being tolerant of evidence that is unreliable can point judges to making the wrong judgment so what's the point of the law if we do not teach that breaking the law has consequences um the judge has to be anything but tolerant to injustice and impartiality as well they are to be as impartial and objective as possible looking at the situation reasonably and as Christians, I think it's important to be able to distinguish when to be tolerant and intolerant of something, like Sujin said, because we don't want to be tolerant of, like, for instance, bad and unbiblical doctrines. Being tolerant towards those things can cause the church to fall, like progressive churches, for example, can be too tolerant of certain doctrines and ideas from popular media, causing the congregants congregants of that church to hold very very wonky and easy to break views so um how do we distinguish between what should what to be tolerant of and what to be intolerant of then <laughs> okay i think a general good guideline you can follow is you can you should be tolerant of the person so honor and treat them with respect as a valuable human being um, but if their view is a bit problematic, let's say like against or contradictory to the Bible, then just you don't have to be tolerant to that view. Just remember not to attack the person. Love the person, but again, you do not have to accept their lifestyle or view to love them. So, Sujina, how <laughs> can we develop tolerance towards others in a healthy manner? Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that's an interesting, like, like love the other person but then like you don't have to accept their lifestyle yeah 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 that's i think that's something that a lot of people like to forget yeah yeah <laughs> tolerance is not easy because like we rely so heavily on our own experiences and worldview and it can be hard to see things from another person's perspective or accept that 
someone else's viewpoint may be equally valid with ours, but tolerance is a skill that can bring greater peace and harmony to our lives and the lives to, of others. So uh, therefore, <laughs> we're building tolerance for others. Uh, first, take ownership of your feelings. Uh, what <laughs> we need to know here is we should be able to have the power to change our emotions, whether you feel angry, hurt, or upset. Uh, move from an attitude of this, like, quote unquote, this person upset me to uh, I'm feeling upset because of something this person has said or did, but I don't have to say that way. So, like, I have the power to choose my reactions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Second, develop curiosity. In many cases, when we lack tolerance towards others, like, it's simply because we don't understand them. But by cultivating an open mind, learning about other cultures and people and broadening our horizons, we increase our ability to understand and accept others. Mm -hmm. Okay, third, change your your perspective. Uh, Sometimes a lack of tolerance comes about because we can't see where the the other person is coming from. You may not be able to fully understand another person's experiences, but you can shift your perspective from yourself. For example, rather than thinking like, I can't believe that person was so good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Consider like how you can relate by thinking, maybe they are having a hard time right now. I know yeah. I sometimes say things I don't mean. I, I know I sometimes say things I don't mean when life is getting me down. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, lastly, yeah. practice respect. Uh, when you don't agree with another person's opinion, focus on respecting that their right to think for themselves and to believe what they choose. Like just as their right to think for themselves and to believe what they choose. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry. Okay. <laughs> just as we would never want to want that right taken away from us. We have a responsibility to extend that same courtesy to other people and treat others others with respect, even when we disagree with them. <laughs> yes, yes. And you work to develop as you work to develop greater tolerance in your own life, you'll find that you're happier, more at peace with with yourself and those around you. However, make sure you are not <laughs> messing up because of being tolerant. Yeah, I like those tips. Those are good tips. You guys should follow that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about tolerance in the church. Um, anyway, okay, yeah. Tolerance has a good place in the church, especially in a time where the church can be divided over very small matters or secondary issues to the faith, basically. Um, yeah, remember, tolerance does not mean anything goes. We as Christians are called to higher, to a higher standard from the world. Um, but I think it is important to remember that this higher standard cannot be applied to those who are not in the church or who are unbelievers because they did not sign up for that. Yeah, I think that's just something to remember for the sake of not misunderstanding. But anyway, um, there are times where Christians should and should not express tolerance. For example, Jesus was being intolerant when he cast the money changers, um, the table, the money changer table. He even released their doves. <laughs> Bye doves. Condemned self-righteous <laughs> leaders and remem- 
and sorry, reminded his followers that they cannot serve both God and mammon or like, you know, money. Um, another thing to note about tolerance is that it's not turning a blind eye to sin or difficult challenging challenges. You know, we still have to address it to make sure that it does not run rampant in the church. So something like that. Another thing I think we need to know is that tolerance does actually require judgment. And I know it's not a good word for many people at this point of time, but judging is a good thing to do in most cases because we judge with almost every decision we make. The problem is just not hypocritically judging. But yeah, again, there's something quite fundamentally fallacious with the view of a quote, non-judgmental acceptance of all views and perspectives, end quote, as mentioned before. Um, so I guess, anyway, if we're to like really sum it up really quickly, being tolerant to second non-essential parts of the faith is cool, it's okay. Um, like in Romans, Paul mentioned like, um, yeah, it's okay if you hold to the Sabbath, if you don't, if you drink, um, or like if you eat meat only, or if you eat vegetables only, that's fine. Such like matters of opinion, like you like mint ice cream, I like cookies and cream stuff, you know, that's, that's cool. But on more essential elements of the faith, especially on truth, um, such as like Jesus rose, um, died and rose from the grave. That's like something we should be tolerant about because if we don't, it could be a big problem. And, you know, as Paul said, if Jesus did not actually rise from the faith, we should be pitied among everyone because it would be vain. It, like this religion would be vain. This faith would be in vain if Jesus did not rise from the dead. So, yeah, just as for discernment, I know it's easy to say, but <laughs> as for discernment from the Holy Spirit, it will help. I think okay I think that's it for the podcast um anything else uh, okay never mind I guess not I guess not okay yeah <laughs> okay thank you for sharing a lot of information Misha yeah you too <laughs> and, and we will see you guys again next Monday bye, bye. bye.